Hello, and welcome to the Half Blind Echoes, episode 120. Oh, I know. It's a lot of 20s. Yeah, we're, we're now in 2021, so next one will be yes, the episode we are. 21, so it'll be kind of symbolic. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, very symbolic. Very symbolic. Now we're like we're an manufacturing symbolism out of nowhere or anything like this. Oh, yeah. We, we totally flat. Totally. We, we, like, we just saw the stars line up and all the uh, you know horoscopes were definitely looking on our, our favor and you know, everything else. Pagan heresy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Witch! It's a witch! It's a witch. He no a kidding. Witch. So, he looks like a witch. <laughs> anyways, as always, we have the one who can see, Danny, with us. How are you doing this fine day? Fabulous, sir. It was a beautiful hot day, and uh, I did a job for these wonderful customers who suddenly, when they found out that I wasn't vaccinated, they're like, <gasps> they're like literally like like shocked. And I was like, hey, it's okay, it's okay. I'm going to live, and so I'm are you. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. I've had. Well, you've seen those reactions to me being unvaccinated because that was a fun mm -hmm. conversation that we had downtown. Oh yeah, that was good times. So. And we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff today, including vaccines. All sorts of stuff. But that's going to be for later. Yeah. So, jumping right into our first story, Do we're it. going to talk about Rachel Maddow and the liberal media. Shamed for taking the bait on false story about ivermectin overdoses. I don't know if you heard this, but I, I heard somebody, like, there, there's apparently a, a common uh, nickname for Rachel that, that I've heard. And I was like, I liked it. It's Rachel, not Rachel Maddow, but Rachel Madcow. And I'm like, I like it. I <laughs> like just totally crazy. I think I just heard it called like the horse face girl. Mad cow <laughs> disease. <laughs> Mad cow. Rachel Maddow. <laughs> so, enough yeah, about on. our critique of Rachel Maddow's face. Oh, a yeah. number of mainstream media figures and outlets appear to have been fooled by a false story that some Oklahoma hospitals were overwhelmed with patients having overdosed on the drug ivermectin, a parasite fighting medication that can also be sold over the counter as a veterinary drug. The story, which was originally reported in Oklahoma's K4 TV News, quoted testimony from Dr. Jason McClea, McElyea, claiming McClea. the hospitals... No, it's McElyea. McElyea? Yep. Okay. In a rural part of Oklahoma, we're being overrun with patients overdosing on the drug, causing gunshot victims to having to wait to be treated. And Stampede! Our Stampede. next story is actually from like Rolling Stones, and they had to correct their article. It was later deemed false after the Northeast Hospital System denied any patients were treated for overdoses from the drug. And then McElyea hadn't actually worked at one of the hospitals in question for two months. Mm. So, uh, yeah, he just lied. That's a little suspect. <laughs> yeah, in a series of tweets and articles flagged by journalists, Drew Holden, well-known liberal media figures like MSNBC host Rachel Maddow, and prominent outlets like Rolling Stone shared and reported on the false story for their millions of viewers, with no apparent action being taken by Twitter to combat the misinformation. We've got to talk about the Rolling Stone Ivermectin article. Turns out the story about rural hospitals so flooded with ODs they couldn't treat other patients was made up, entirely invented. A lot of people took the bait. And I've got the screenshots Holden tweeted referencing Rolling Stone publishing their own piece in the false story, one of the first following the original reporting. And you can see gunshot victims left waiting as horse dewormer overdoses and overwhelms hospitals. This is what their current story says. One hospital denies Oklahoma <laughs> Double down. Of right. ivermectin overdoses when causing you're wrong, you gotta be wrong it's hard. Like, that's, yeah. that's the American way. The so American it's like, way. oh yes, we, we have a correction, and we're gonna like correct it in the smallest possible way instead of just to say, <laughs> yeah, we messed up. Uh, 
the hospital that's featured in the entire story denied the story, but just yeah, because it was hospital. only his claim. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh yes, one hospital is denied, and it's like, but he was only claiming it about one hospital. It's like you guys mm-hmm. are liars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if people think that the like real real reporting real still happens, this 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 story kind of shows you that it does not. Not in some of these it's... mainstream publications. It's absolutely oh my gosh, terrible. Like yeah. anybody, we talked about this a bit on Thursday about how the mainstream media and how the establishment medical system. Treats therapeutics for COVID. Mm -hmm. And it's all, okay, like, we need to be calling this a horse drug. It's a cow drug. It's not for human consumption. And then it's like, okay, we showed last week. This has been used for decades for a bunch of terms and diagnoses that I don't want to remember or pronounce because they're very complicated. Yeah. And... Not the... Yeah, okay. And... Go for it. If they cannot actually honestly say... Yeah, this treats humans for other things, and mm-hmm. there's been some promising results. Then they're just being dishonest. If they're saying, no, "Oh yeah, it's dangerous," dishonest. that's yeah. dishonest. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason why ivermectin would be dangerous is if you take it in a horse dose, mm-hmm. which admittedly some people have been taking. <laughs> I'm not going to deny the stupidity yeah. of some people, because mm-hmm. yes. They totally did that. But, but the, yeah, yeah. I'm also not going to I'm not going to acknowledge that the FDA and the NIH and the CDC or any health Canada agencies are being honest about it. Because they're being just they're being as dishonest as the people who take the vet drug are stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, the problem with ivermectin is that uh, they can't they can't come up with the same the same Ridiculous story about like you know how they came up with that hydroxychloroquine. They made up that story about how it's dangerous, and so we have to like avoid using it. But they can't do that with ivermectin. Ivermectin is ridiculously safe to the point where I was listening to a doctor today, uh, you know, like a, one of the top doctors and in, in uh, that studies like drugs and you know drug production and you know like all this kind of stuff. And he was saying like this drug is considered more safe than like Tylenol, yeah, and like aspirin because like its safety profile is ridiculous. With so the exception of pregnant people. Well, it's yeah, not like you know, but it, the like any, any drug has yeah. any drug has cancer indications. Like, you no, know, yeah, like has the things that it can't be used for and all that. Um, but the problem is that they're being dishonest. They're and and this is something I criticized, like this, like online online doctor, Mike, uh, Doctor Mike, or something like that. And it was going to and it was using the exact same argument. And I was like, you are a complete and total setup. You're claiming that this is like a horse drug. So you're basically what, what they're doing is they're they're giving you half truths. They're telling you, oh, this is used for animals. And humans. My gosh, it's being like, you know, they give like over over two million doses every year annually. It's like it's and it's won the Nobel Prize for treating humans. The problem is that the media they're basically the lapdogs for like the establishment yeah. and the establishment have one goal they want vaccine or bust vaccine is the only way it's the only nothing way else forward. can be can be done and i'll tell you why that's also like wrong um because even people who are vaccinated like they, they always, this is what they always say oh you show up at the hospital with uh with covid oh well it's your fault for not getting the vaccine you stupid idiot and you Wait, deserve what you 
yeah, we're not going to treat you because you're dumb or something like that. But the thing is, people are showing up to the hospital vaccinated. And guess what? Because they don't have a treatment protocol, they're already too far gone and they're not being treated properly. So they're pretty much manufacturing a whole bunch of deaths that could have been prevented. Because not only could these people have been like, you know, like helped early with early treatment, but we already have loads of different treatments that you can use to help make sure people don't get to that that place where they're desperate. But like the doctors, the people that are in charge, these health experts are absolutely being dishonest. And the media is always dishonest. And like our politicians are just completely dishonest. Yep. People say like, I trust my politician. Your politician is not a doctor. And they have all admitted publicly that they're just doing as they're told. Oh, we're listening to the experts. So like, well, you're listening to an idiot who's listening to someone else. Yeah. He's not qualified to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. Like Trudeau loves to say, like, you know, do the right thing. He doesn't he wouldn't know the right thing if he was Smacked like, you know, ass. cut out of space and completely like, you know, like, you know, devoid of oxygen or something. Like he just this guy has his moral compass is broken, like, you know, completely broken. But yeah. Essentially, Ivermectin is it good it's it's a good option. It is. And they're intentionally suppressing it and mm-hmm. it's killing people. It and is. That should make really people pissed off. It does. It does really make me pissed off and like talking to people about it and their attempts to try and discredit Ivermectin are laughable. Mm-hmm. Like I had a conversation with a guy and he's like Look at the studies about masks. Look at the studies about vaccines. Like, both are super-duper effective and will save millions of lives. And I'm like... Oh, boy. You are completely full of it. I'm like, can you show me one RCT that proves masks work? Mm -hmm. Like, can you explain why any doctor that speaks out about the side effects that they've been seeing is silenced? Does not respond. Hey, kids. (laughs) It's like... That's always... Called that one. Because mm-hmm. any real questions about the vaccine are silenced and anybody actually promoting be like, hey, like there's studies that prove ivermectin works. And they're like, no, we can't talk about that. That's a horse drug. It's like, and, just and being they, you can tell, you can tell they were fed that, spoon fed that by mm-hmm. the media. See, what, what we have right now is a tyranny of experts. Because whenever you talk to people, they're like, well, I, I heard it works. And I'm like, where did you hear that? Did you hear from an expert, somebody with some kind of like accreditation that makes them sound legit? Or did you actually like read the studies? Because the experts, what they're saying contradicts the studies. And this is the thing I always tell people. I'm yeah. like, you're, you're basically trusting what scientists tell you. And I'm like, do you believe that a scientist is incapable of, of, of having... Yeah, infallible. They like a. They can't make mistakes, and b. That they, there's no way they could have ulterior motives or like or or, or totally like you know misguided like you know ideas because totally. so many people have ends justify the means at all costs, and they don't care what they have to do and how many people they hurt in order to get what they want, which is the vaccines. Yeah, precisely. Speaking of doing whatever it takes to get what they want, let's oh, talk perfect. about the push of the satanic temple. <laughs> Satanic Temple says Texas abortion law violates the religious freedom of its members. Mm-hmm. Bull crap. So the Satanic Temple is lobbying against the new Texas abortion law, saying its members should have access to abortion pills as a right of its faith-based right. The non-theist ba- religion group. If it's non-theistic, then it's not faith-based. But you know, <laughs> yeah. you do you. 
Well, you know what? They, Buddhists, to be fair, Buddhists are non-theistic, and they're right. still religious. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they say on its website that it stands ready to assist any of its members who want to fight the law. The Satanic Temple's legal counsel filed a letter with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, arguing that its members should be allowed to access abortion pills without regulatory action. In the letter, the temple says that abortion pills mis- misoprostol and mifepristone should be available for use throughout the te- through the Texas Religious Freedom Restoration Acts, the law that protects Native Americans' use of hallucinogen peyote in traditional rituals. I don't think that's a good defense at all. Like, they're trying to emulate the religious oh, uh, rights and how they how they use like religious exemptions for certain things. Well, they're they're but, just super duper mad that yeah. they're. Oh, what's the term for it? The like a preserved and like protected religious practice mm-hmm. of abortion um, sacraments. Because mm. that's how the liberal left used abortion. That's how they viewed abortion for the, the past sacrament. 20 years. It's a yeah. sacrament. It's something that's yeah. necessary for them to have access to so they can practice mm-hmm. their religion of sci- scientism and religion of leftism. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like a, the same people I, that are yeah. trying to tell us, oh yes, like men can become women <laughs> are also telling us the vaccine works that are also telling us that babies are not people. Hey, you stole that from me, jerk. That's my thing. Plagiarism. I call it plagiarism. But that's a good point, though. uh, We're part of the same organization, so you shut up. That's (laughs) true. In-house stealing is totally cool. No worries. In-house stealing. That's right. There's no contracts here. No. Now, here's the funny thing about this, this whole idea. It's like... Like people on the left always accuse, like it's like, oh, so there's they're like you know like they accused President Trump saying like, oh, like spent like the the white supremacist leader he supports you, and it's like, oh, that means that like, you must be in league with him. I'm like, I'm like, how is this not the same? It's he like, supported Joe Biden too. The Satanists are like totally on on board with the abortions. Like that should be a knock on it you and like no-no. your legitimacy. That should be a big no no. Be like the Satanists. I don't know if that's who you want to get into bed with. You know, seriously. Although if you did get into bed with them, you're going to get a free abortion because of their whole idea. So, hey, yeah. that works. Oh, you're going to yeah. get a lot more than that. Probably lose a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> they need it for the rituals. It's kind of part of the whole yeah, practice, you know. You know? Well, like as we were saying before, they, like Satanists allow them. Modern Satanists are like the two groups. They are like the trolls, which these are the trolls, and then you have like the actual Satanists who are like, yes, we need to have like sacrifices because <laughs> we need to. Appease not only Satan but like the other pagan gods. Ah, must keep them at bay. They're yeah. always rising up. Like we were chatting about this about like the people burning the witches. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah. A lot of people that were accused of being witches and convicted of being witches were not witches. They were just women who were like fairly intelligent, almost and entirely like, like you know innocent people. Yeah. yeah, almost entirely. But there were a few. There were some really nasty ones, and they were actual Satanists. And they participated in child sacrifice. Oh, look, what's this temple doing? Child sacrifice. Hmm. I don't hmm. think you say it's consistent. You I know. know. They kind of keep it, keep it real. I know. You know? Ideological consistent. Like, you have to respect it a little bit, even though it's evil. Yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor, Stephen? Can you take that story and go to the very top? I want to show you something interesting. Because sure. I was like, huh, this is an interesting kind of, like, connection. I wonder if there's any connection here. Okay, you see that statue? Like, the picture? The yep. picture, like, the statue? The okay, dog. what is that? Satan. Is that a goat? It's supposed to be like a, a, a depiction of Satan with children looking up to him. 
Okay. Now, is that is that a goat or a, or a bull? I'm not sure which one. Uh, it is. It's supposed to be a goat with wings. A goat. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Because like I don't know if you know that. Like people know this, but in old temp in Old Testament times, there was like a a bronze statue with a bull, like a head of a bull and body of a man, and he's the one that they sacrificed like human children on. So yep. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, like, this, it's pretty similar, like, you know, pretty consistent. Two children looking up at the statue where they're going to be killed. I'm like, hey, yep. you, know, like, you know, very consistent. Very yep. consistent. So, I don't the know. Children of Satanists, sacrifice right. me harder, Daddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so bad. So Daddy, what to die? Because yep. you're important. Yeah. yeah, because your life it's... is more important than mine. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, you know, it's, like... Like, religious exceptions are an interesting topic that we can get into some other day. But, like, this is what they're doing. They're, they're just, they're featuring stories like this to try to try to almost portray that these guys are more reasonable than pro-life people. I'm like, no, they're not. They're, they're, they're being not. ridiculous and they're, like, you know, and the fact that the, the, that the liberal media is actually highlighting these guys they're like, shows oh, you how look, morally bankrupt they are. The temple has come in to save the abortion rights. How morally like, bankrupt do you have to be to do that? Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's like, you're not getting any sort of red flags from that? Because you should. Nothing. You know, like, you know, they, they've done the same thing with witches. Remember they did that thing with witches? Yeah. Back when, like, the Kavanaugh hearing, they were trying to curse, like, I don't oh, know, yeah, they... Trump or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's like, like, these are the people that you're aligning yourself with. Yep. Yeah. And they accuse us of like, and they're actually aligning themselves with them, whereas yeah. people, conservatives, are, are accused of aligning ourselves with like morally bankrupt people. But these people have just that idea. Actually, do it. Yeah, these people actually do like really morally corrupt things. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Shows you where like, shows they, you where our culture is. They do it for us. They do it for us. <laughs> yeah. Like we have to thank them a little bit, but then like in the middle of thanking, it's just like thank you. You're evil. Mm-hmm. You're proving it. So. Yep. Speaking of people who are proving their evil, let's talk about the Taliban. <laughs> I'm hoping this brothers, is the last Steven. time they're we're going to... Miriam Monsef, they're our brothers. <laughs> Taliban holds up Glenn Beck's group planes at at least 100 Americans among passengers. So six chartered private planes seeking to evacuate at least 1,000 people, including more than 100 Americans out of Afghanistan, have been grounded by the Taliban amid negotiations with the U.S. State Department and official with an NGO working on the evacuation, told Newsweek. The would-be passengers have yet to board the plane in the city of Mazar i sharif which were chartered by Mercury One, a charity founded by Christian conservative media personality Glenn Beck. Three other flights, two on a plane chartered by international development organization Sayara, and one by Gold Belt, were also granted by the Taliban awaiting clearance, according to a second senior NGO official. Uh, the Sayara is set to carry 700 passengers, at least 19 of which are Americans. Mm-hmm. So this is entirely funded with private Monday, with p- p- private money. Private money. Private money. <laughs> uh, it feels, it feels mission, like a Monday, doesn't it? It feels a little bit like a Monday. Well, we had Labor Day yesterday, so it feels like a we Monday. We did, we did. Yeah. So Rescue <laughs> Mission chartered six planes, two Airbuses, from Camair, the largest private Afghan airline, for eight evacuation flights. The other three flights with Sayar and Gold Belt were also chartered from Camair, but their intended destination wasn't clear. Like, it is so, so sad that it requires, and it is required to have civilians fund these evacuation trips. Mm-hmm. Because the American governments and these other, and some of the other governments, like the Canadians and some of the ones that did not have forces in the region mm-hmm. gave up on their people completely 
and oh, just said, like, okay, like whatever, the Taliban can take over. This, this, uh, yeah, like, like just for a side note, like the the Canadian government should be completely condemned. Oh yeah, yeah like Trudeau, Trudeau has completely and totally done nothing. Okay, you know, I'm, I mean, yes, Biden is bad. He's he messed up the whole withdrawal and all that. But I mean, like, at least his government is making efforts to get those people out. The Trudeau government has just like other than taking in refugees, that's pretty much all they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's all they so, do. No. I, but at the at the same time, I think it's terrible that this, it's, it comes to this. But I mean, I'm grateful. Total, I'm really grateful like, that total there are kudos to Glenn Beck and those other organizations. They are trying, and like yeah. they they have saved several hundred lives. Like I yeah. think that there was a report that said that they've saved about a thousand Christians from Afghanistan. And I'm like, all mm-hmm. the power mm-hmm. to you. You're doing mm-hmm. fantastic work to try and get these people out, but it mm-hmm. is absolutely mind boggling. That because of the absolute devastation and the absolute collapse of the Afghan government and the Afghan military and the incompetence of Biden's leadership that led to all of this. Mm. And, and then the one thing, too, is like, you know, like Glenn Beck, like he's always been demonized by the left and by yeah, like, you know, liberals and all that. But I mean, like even even here, even here, he's doing something out of his own pocket, paying for it himself, like using his own planes and all that kind of stuff. And then I, I, I would almost be willing to guarantee that nobody's going to give him any credit for that. No. Like, no no CNN personality, no MSNBC, nobody. They're, they're not going to give him any, even yeah, the you're, slightest You're only like, hearing about it on conservative channels. And, like, yes. you might get a little, like, it's only because the Taliban is holding him up. That's why a mainstream publication is actually talking about it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, look, it's ineffective because the Taliban's holding it up. It's like, no, it's ineffective because you guys pulled out way sooner than you should have instead of actually having a proper evacuation plan. Mm-hmm. Like so, if they had yes, had a proper evacuation plan, yeah, it would have taken longer, but you would have lost way fewer lives and you would have been able to evacuate everybody. But so, current situation also, in Afghanistan is horrible. And yeah. like we pray for those over there, uh, especially those who are like Christians and Jews and anybody who's practicing a different yeah, religion than Islam, no. because those people are struggling. Absolutely, like, those yeah, people, I mean, they're, they're, they're literally hunting for Christians over there. They are literally hunting really for difficult. Christians. Uh, the, like the Christians that are over there, and the Jews that are over there in Afghanistan, like faith like mountains. Yeah, amazing. Like to be able to like we risk at we risk fines. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in a little bit imprisonment yeah, at like the or maybe very... in a maybe in a little bit we might jo- face uh, job losses. Yeah, face job losses. But I mean, these yeah. people, it's like if you go to church, you have the possibility of the Taliban shooting the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. But yet you still do it because you obey God. <laughs> it's almost like safety is not the 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 big huge massive loophole. That modern, like Western Christians modern think it Western is. Western Christianity, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a terrible thing. Also, if you want like an interesting sermon on this, like the the one that James Coates gave this past weekend was very was poignant on phenomenal. this topic, and very it was well like, done. this is the cost, and mm-hmm. you need to consider the cost, and the cost may be high here, but guess mm-hmm. what? It's always going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like these these Taliban, not these Taliban Christians, but these Afghanistan Christians, like. <laughs> They're, they know it's worth it. Yeah, They know that the price is worth it, and they still choose it every day because they have faith more than a mustard seed. 
Mm-hmm. And it stands out like a frickin' mountain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, speaking of uh, giant loopholes, should we get to our next story? <laughs> we can. We can indeed. <laughs> speaking of giant loopholes, well, not only if it's a loophole, it's more of just like Oh, it's totally a loophole because Fauci a, was hiding. Told you so. Oh, <laughs> Fauci, Fauci was hiding he was. under the idea that oh, we played. We're so clever. We can, we came up with a clever way play to avoid scrutiny and be like we. Technically, it's not like gain of function. <laughs> you idiot. It's like, oh, yeah. dang, now he's caught. So tell us yeah. about this. So new details of Fauci funding Chinese gain of function research vindicates Rand Paul. Well, we could have called that one a month or so ago. Yes, we could. So new details to emerge surrounding Dr. Anthony Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases grant approval for high-risk experiments overseas contradicts the agency director's repeated denials under oath. But whether the NIAID has funded gain-of-function research. On Monday, the oh, Intercept, which dang. we can kind of look over and see what they have, uh, reported findings from 900 pages of material released from an active Freedom of Information Act request lawsuit that details the work of New York-based nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance with the, Nas- with the National Institute of Health. The trove of documents, including, according to the Intercept, uncovered new specifics into a pair of giant grant proposals that received UX tax dollars within Fauci from Fauci's NIAID. While the exist- read. <laughs> You're going to have a bad I'm here if you need me. While the existence of a first grant awarded to EcoHealth Alliance, understanding the risk of a bat coronavirus emergence, had already been reported and used to challenge Dr. Fauci for NIAID funding for gain-of-function research, documents from The Intercept expanded the public scope of the research conducted in Wuhan beyond bats. The annual grants of roughly 600000 ran from 2014 to 2019. For the first three years of the grant, funding for gain-of-function research, wherein scientists extract viruses from the wild and engineer them to infect humans and study potential therapeutics such as vaccines, was banned. So, Richard Ebright, a molecular biologist at Rutgers University, explained... The viruses they constructed were tested for their ability to infect mice that were engineered to display human-type receptors on their cell. They were also two different types of novel coronaviruses, he said, and the documents made clear they could infect humanized mice. While they were infecting on, working on SARS-related coronavirus, they were carrying out a parallel project at the same time on Middle East Respiratory Syndrome-related coronavirus. So he goes on. Essentially, it just states they were trying to play semantic games and Fauci was trying to play semantic games, and this exposes without any doubt that Dr. Anthony Fauci lied to Congress, and he perjured himself, and he yeah. committed a federal crime. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, like, um, like any 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 reasonable, commonsensical, you know, um, observer could see, like, yeah, that's just garbage. You're, you're giving us a, a, you're giving us a word sandwich thinking that we're going to buy it. I'm like, no, nobody buys it. Like, you know, like, like this is legitimately gain of function. You're yep. making a virus more infectious and more infectious to humans. And you think that somehow doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Now the, uh, the, what's it, what's it significant about this, um, this data dump that, uh, that, that the intercept published is two things. One that they, they showed that the, um, uh, the, the leak actually, or not the leak, the, the FOIP, um, kind of, uh, document, um, that they were funding more than just the bat uh, research, like the coronavirus yeah. bats. They was it was more more than just that, and it it kind of makes makes the case for the funding a lot more like solid. So um, I've heard some I, I've heard different uh, uh, 
political personalities talking and saying like, yeah, they they see this as a like almost like a silver bullet, and that they they don't foresee how Fauci could wiggle out of this one. So when when we first heard about it, it sounded pretty bad. We're like, okay, this, but it sounded like well, maybe the powers that be will use all their all their force to try to like shield Fauci. But it's sounding more and more like, yeah, like this is that the 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 evidence against him is getting pretty overwhelming, and he's no longer. He may not. I'm I'm not sure how it'll go, but he may not be able to wiggle out of this one, and he may actually be like taken down. We can only hope. We also said the side of things about Hillary Clinton, and look where we are now. (laughs) Because there's no way that Hillary should have been able to escape. Yeah. Well, like, and to be fair, like, you know, like, for, for fair-minded people, like, let, let's be honest. I mean, we, we talk about, like, you know, it's hard to find proof because of all the all the political games and all the, you know, like, all the dishonesty happening. But, like, come on. Like, it's obvious to any, any reasonable person who's really looked into this, Wuhan's the source of the virus. Like, let's face it. We don't know why. We don't know if it was an accident. We don't know if somebody got out, like, you know, got the, got sick. And, and inadvertently, some some reports seem to say that some people were mad and they may have done it on purpose. Like, you know, that they were mad about, like, possibly losing their job and they may have, like, let it go on purpose. Some people think that the Chinese government manufactured the whole thing. Whatever the reason, we don't know the yeah. reason, but we do know something for sure. This virus came from Wuhan. There's just too much evidence showing that that's the case. Whether or not you can prove it without it, it it's circumstantial evidence, but it's very strong circumstantial evidence. And unfortunately, this is the kind of thing where they messed with dangerous things and, and then the world got burned. Yep. We have a right to be pissed. Oh, yeah. People are dead. People are dead everywhere because this, whether or not this was intentional or not, this virus came from this lab. They were messing with nature and they, they created a monster and the monster got out. And you know, now we got it. So we people should it. be right to be upset about this. Yep. And if you're looking for people to blame... Wuhan Institute, and in America, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci! Wear your mask, sheep! Dr. Fascist. Dr. Fascist. <laughs> Dr. Fascist, Dr. Falsy. <laughs> there are so many names for this yeah, absolute yeah. D-bag. No, he's, he's like the worst, this guy. Yeah. Well, him or Trudeau, it's 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 kind of 50-50. I know, I know. as much as I, I don't like Joe Biden... I would, I would like at this point, I would take Biden over Trudeau. Oh yeah, seriously. for sure. Like I would, like, like Biden incompetence like, over evil. Incompetence over evil. I would. I would we say thought that. that Trudeau was incompetent, and then we're like, oh, no, he's legitimately like you're just you know, nasty. He, oh yes, he's super nasty. He just gets worse. Yeah. Speaking of things that are getting that are nasty and only getting worse, let's talk about Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> so breaking Alberta to introduce optional proof of vaccination. Optional. Mm. So. After criticizing the Vaccine Incentive Tuesday, official opposition leader Rachel Notley renewed her calls for a vaccine mandate. Now it appears a vaccine passport is possible for Alberta after a conservative MLA released a letter citing the government's shifting position, which triggered discussions on mandatory vaccinations, mask, and vaccine passports two months ago. Yeah, I, I read that letter. That that, that came from, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, what are the, the Alberta MPs. Yeah, Guthrie. Pete, yeah. Pete Guthrie. Yeah. So... Quote, two months ago, the government of Alberta, my colleagues, told you that Alberta was not only open for a summer, but open for good. With all the information at my disposal, I truly believe this to be the case. Yet here we are, weeks later, imposing restrictions on constituents again, and for this reason, I want to offer my sincerest apologies. If you just said that, I'd be like, okay, that's reasonable. 
Mm-hmm. But then he goes on, so citing stalled vaccination, va- vaccination rates and climbing COVID hospitalizations and ICU admissions, Guthrie added that the increased anxiety on protecting Alberta's healthcare system led to further conversations on these contentious issues. Okay, so how long have they had now to, like, you know, to protect and to ensure that our, like, you know, hospitals are protected? Like, two years now? I mean, is this, like, is this a, there's a level of incompetence? If you actually think that at this point in this whole charade that we're going through, that, like, the excuse that, oh, our our, our hospitals might get over, overrun, at this point, it's just sheer incompetence. Uh-huh. If hospitals are getting overrun, then you're just you're just terrible at your job. I'm sorry, but you've well, had actually, two freaking years. Over the weekend, it was actually interesting, and I was reading this article and watching this video, that the ICU bed capacity in Alberta, like mm-hmm. moving into the fourth wave, mm-hmm. ICU bed capacity in Alberta has dropped. Like we have, we have fewer ICU beds available this year than last year. You know what I think might, ha- like, might, might lead to that? One is uh, all these temp... temp- like you know, units that they were making, uh-huh. like you know, these temporary kind of things. Yeah. But the other thing that I, I think might be a might be a cause is we have a staffing shortage. Yeah, well, we have There's a staffing a big shortage. Staffing. We have like the ICU nurses are oh they're overworked and they're like barely getting home to sleep, and then you have the other nurses and they're being laid off. And and then on top of that, let's add like oh we have a staffing shortage. What's a good way to take care of this? I know. Let's add force tons. Let's add. One, let, let's force one-fifth of our staff to get vaccinated with, like, you know, big ultimatum, and a ton of them are going to quit. It's like, good job. You've just forced a ton of people to leave the profession because you're idiots. Yep. Like, you are creating a a worsening, like, labor shortage. And I, I've heard stories, like, heartbreaking stories. One from Vancouver, a nurse over there was saying, we, we basically killed ourselves yeah. Through the pandemic, made massive sacrifices to keep working, put ourselves at risk, and now they're getting thrown under the bus. They're saying, "Thank you for your service." Now, like you know, you're the worst because you won't do what we demand. Yeah. And you know, well, tough luck. And like, no, this is horrible what they're doing to people. It's uh, it's a real problem. It's a now, real problem. Yeah, like the now, I th- I we all thought that the vaccine lottery was a, was a dumb like waste of money it's not going to incentivize people who are really set on like not getting vaccines and sure enough it didn't i think what's going to happen and maybe you can back me up here steven uh-huh. i think what's going to happen is like like because i mean like you know jason kenny is basically almost like on his knees begging like please please get vaccinated uh-huh. what like the problem is that they People like this, people like the politicians, all these like lefty, like you know, like you know, fanatics. They literally cannot picture a in a way mm-hmm. that somebody could like. They they don't think a a legitimate reason to not get vaccinated exists. No, they literally cannot picture one, and so they think that people are just stupid, and you know they have to be forced against their will to get it. This is the, this is the kind of like evil like people who do evil don't think they're doing evil they think that they're doing good but it's always the ends justifies the means approach this is rachel notley's approach she's like i don't care what i don't care what about your your feelings or anything like that i want this and i'm going to and we want to force everyone to do it and who cares about like your 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 health or anything like that yeah no well rachel con 
Rachel Notley, Rachel Communist. Yeah, Rachel Communist. Rachel Communist. Chairman like, Rachel. We need... Oh, Chairman Rachel. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's very true. She wants it so flipping bad. She, she does, wants she this power. Like, vaccine passports do not prevent the spread of COVID. They nope. do not prevent any sort of deaths. Nope. All that they do is just make it so that you're segregating your society. You're making it more difficult for groups of society to actually participate in modern life. Yeah. And as we see in some of these situations, you have a lot of vaccine-related heart problems. Here, actually, and these like, are only just, the reported ones. Here, hold on, hold on. Can you can you quickly go to that article, the one with the big S on it, the CDC, that one? Okay, I think this will help us to kind of put this in perspective. So just read the first paragraph, the first okay. paragraph that comes down, right there. Center for Disease Control reverse course Monday and said it now recommends indoor masks for the vaccinated in all areas of the country where COVID infections are surging. The CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, cited unpublished data from recent days suggesting the vaccinated people may be able to spread the Delta variant just as easily as vaccinated people. Okay, okay. The reason I need you to, to, to point that out is because what's happening, and, and this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up a lot of you, and I might blow some of your, your minds right now. I may literally blow your mind. Get, go, go get the paper towels, get them ready. So what's happening is the Delta variant is being created by the vaccinated. Because what they have is they have something called a leaky vaccine. Okay, so actually, if you can go to like the new, the the story with the uh, uh, what's it called the this one National Geographic. Okay, so read this when you want. It's uh, basically the idea with here. Back in um, back before in 2015, they had they, they there was an experiment that was done, and they were trying to vaccinate chickens against a disease called Merrick's disease. It was very deadly to, to chickens. But what they found is that Merrick's disease, uh, or the vaccines that they use to try to protect against Merrick's disease, ha- is called a leaky vaccine. In other words, it was a vaccine that was not very efficient at stopping the virus. It was not a barrier. So what it, what the va- vaccine did is it it's it allowed the chickens to be like less and less contagious. So like no no sorry the, it it made the chickens less likely to get sick, but it also made them carriers and it also made them um you know like you know, it, it 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 kept transmission going. So what what happened with that leaky vaccine is that they they created a more virul a virulent uh like the virus that was more transmissible. And so as a result, these chickens were having massive viral loads. And when they were around unvaccinated chickens, they the, the unvaccinated chickens were hit with a massive blow of like, like, you know, virus, and suddenly they were dying. And then on top of that, the chickens that were vaccinated, once that virus, because it was a leaky vaccine, once that virus mutated enough, it, it was no longer um, able to protect the chickens that were vaccinated. So they created a nightmare scenario. And the people who made that study, they concluded that a leaky vaccine during a pandemic is a bad idea because this is the kind of stuff that can happen. And guess what we have right now with COVID, Stephen? Guess what we have? We have a leaky vaccine. In other words, a vaccine that only reduces symptoms but doesn't doesn't stop transmission and it doesn't, you know, like quell the virus. So you have something called um, antibody-dependent enhancement that's happening. So you're creating a virus that's more effective at binding and at spreading. And because it's more effective at getting into all sorts of cells, it's now affecting all people. 
This is why Delta is worse. They created a worse version of the virus. Far from eradicating this virus, they made it worse. They made it more transmissible. They made it more dangerous to more people. Because remember, before, the vast majority of the people that were affected were older people. Not younger people, but now Delta is targeting and hitting younger people than before. Why? Because they created this monster virus. Now, on top of this, the whole theory of vaccine ma vaccine mandates is that they believe that a natural immunity doesn't exist. This is this is the whole lie that you're told. Natural immunity doesn't exist, even though studies have shown. It's 13 times more effective and stronger than vaccine yep. immunity. But the vaccines are not stopping transmission. And so that's number one. So one, there's not, they're not stopping transmission. Number two, the people who are vaccinated are showing that they have enormous viral loads. So far from being like not being the vectors of disease, they're actually being super, super spreaders. You're creating yeah, people that have spreaders. no. They are, and this is the thing. They keep telling us the unvaccinated are the ones uh, that are the problem, and that you know, like if only the unvaccinated would get vaccinated, we would solve this problem. But that's a lie, and people don't realize this. They are lying to you. The vaccine is making this virus worse. It's making spread worse, and it's all, and it's not stopping the transmission of this virus. The CDC right here just admitted this virus is being transmitted by vaccinated people. It's not stopping anything. Nope. And so if you believe that the vaccine is the solution to this entire nightmare, you are a fool yeah. and you are so misinformed because these vaccines are not stopping anything and they're only the, not only are the increasing spread, they're, they're making it worse. Mm -hmm. And so the whole concept of the whole basis for the vaccine being the solution is fundamentally broken, fundamentally broken, because these vaccines are fundamentally like uh, uh, flawed, they're leaky, and they're and also they are protect. They're giving people antibodies for a variant that no longer is no longer in circulation. Yeah. The vaccines were made for the, the original the wild type variant and these boosters i don't care what they tell you they are lying to you the boosters are the exact same thing and they're they're giving you antibodies for the same wild type not yep. the new one which means when you get this vaccine you're protected against a variant that no longer exists or it it exists in very small forms uh -huh. so you're not actually protected against the delta which is why there's so many people getting infected all over the world Dun, right. dun, dun, dun. that's my spiel that's your spiel that's well it, yeah like it's it's kind of crazy but a lot of people are just like oh yes like these vaccines are the most wonderful thing they're god gift mm. to man like i was even looking at the like i talked a couple weeks ago about that church that's only accepting fully vaccinated people to come to church and mm -hmm. they published their like September guidelines of like what they're going to cover and it's like the miracle and parable of vaccines like, <laughs> my goodness you guys are just like promoting oh and preaching heresy I just I just want to walk into that church just sit there and the second he starts his sermon be like heresy just walk out <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that'd be so much fun. I would totally do that. Yeah. Um, but just I, I don't know if you know, you, you heard of Stephen uh, Sweden uh, just recently they they banned flights from Israel. Yeah. Because they they've realized oh those Israelis they are dangerous, dangerous because they are carrying massive amounts of the back of, of viral load. You ain't coming here. Nope. We are already protected. Sweden is fine. Yeah. Sweden is doing great. Israel banned. Israel's <laughs> doing terrible. They are. So, right. All yeah. right. Moving on. Not really moving on, but it's the same kind of talk going back about the vaccine. to where we, we were before. So yes, <laughs> going back to where we were before. Before we talked about the leaky things. So, mm-hmm. youth made up over half of Ontario's vaccine-related heart problems, according to this one report. And of course, these are only the related heart problems which are reported. As we know, that's problematic. So, a recent report by Public Health Ontario reveals that more than half of all people sent to hospital with vaccine-related heart issues were under the age of 25. According to this, according to the Public Health Ontario, as of August seventh, one hundred and six Ontario youths were found to have myocarditis or pericarditis as a result of an mRNA vaccination. I would love to know how many of them had it within forty-eight hours, because we know that Health Canada does not allow adverse effects from the vaccine to be reported if they are more than four hours after inoculation. Mm-hmm. We know this from several examples, several physicians, and from personal stories from people that we both know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one hundred and six is a small number. Yeah. Anybody, anybody who believes that we have an accurate number Reporting. of of uh, of all the vaccine injuries that are happening in Canada, I I hate to I hate to tell you, and I hate to be the one to break it to you, you are absolutely fundamentally deceived yeah. you are completely talk deceived they are hiding ER and suppressing paramedics yeah. and er nurses it, will insane. tell you and i've heard this from several sources paramedics and er nurses will say we have seen more vaccine injuries than covid cases mm-hmm. and that's insane and the fact yeah. that it's like oh no it's like one in a million chance for you to have a serious effect that is complete and total yeah. rubbish yeah one of the and doctors I was to listening to. Now. Yeah, one of the doctors I was listening to, he's one of the top infectious disease uh, doctors in the US. He was saying that one of his colleagues was doing autopsies. You know, like his, his whole hospital was paying for them. But when he was doing autopsies of people who died, like, you know, in a, in a certain period, he found that, like, more, like, well more than half of these patients had died from the vaccines. Yep. And they were finding that in autopsies. Autopsies were showing, yes, this is what happened. And a lot of the headaches that people get when they get the vaccine, they're saying that these are actual uh, micro mi- micro clots mm-hmm. that your body, so that like, your blood is not being sent to your brain or to your body or other parts of your yep. the other vital organs. These are happening like everywhere, and people don't realize this. They don't they don't realize that this is happening, and so people have a right to be scared. Oh yeah, because we don't we don't have we have, we don't have an idea of the scale. Of how bad this is. I've heard numbers from uh, some people saying like 45,000 deaths that, you know, like in, in the U.S., in, in just in a small little window. Uh, I've heard numbers up upwards of 200, uh-huh. like, thousand deaths, like, yeah. which is just insane. Uh-huh. But they're being underreported. They're being and, – and you have to remember, if you think that, no, they wouldn't lie about this. Oh, they wouldn't – they would be honest about this. These are the same people that were misrepresenting COVID death numbers. Yep. These are the same people that tell you the masks work. These are the same people that told you lockdowns work. 
All of those are lies. And they continue to say these things, even though the continue. evidence is completely against them. Yeah. They continue so, to push for them. Yeah. Like, you look at any agency of the Canadian government or the federal government in the United States, and they're all mm -hmm. saying the same exact thing. It's like masks and vaccines and social distancing and lockdowns. They're <laughs> the way out yeah. of this, and it's only because of the people who don't, co don't comply. They're the reason we're still here. It's like, yeah. you are spreading misinformation and lies, and you just don't care. And I talked to this lady today, and uh, she's like, you know, like, I was like, we're talking about masks and all this other stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, don't forget about the six feet. I'm like, actually, the, the new updated science is three feet. The CDC changed their recommendation based on these studies. And she's like, they did? When did this happen? Oh, last year sometime. Last year. Like, what? Yeah, it was like, it was like, like, long ago, Canada just has refused to accept yeah. that, that change. They're like, nope, it's six feet, based on no science. Yeah, it's all. Or actually, no, based on a based on a scientist from the 1800s. Yes, that's what they based it on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to the science. Listen <laughs> to the science. And oh, that's more. Oh, about we, we that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's more about the leaky vaccines. Yeah. So just a quick note on this. This is a, a study from 2015. Basically, what they concluded is that imperfect vaccination can lead to. What was it? Go back up to the title. Marix. Yeah, it, imperfect vaccination can enhance transmission of highly virulent pathogens. pathogens. The very thing that's happening right now, they knew it could happen in 2015. So here's the question. Did the people making these vaccines, like, were they whoops? Or were they, hmm, part of their entire plan? Because, like, I hate to say it, but if you're going to make, if your goal is to make a vaccine that you Keep having to get more boosters and more boosters, most boosters. The way you do it is this way. Yep. And so I'll leave it up to you to decide if that's what they're doing or not. But there's a lot of people out there who are convinced this is on purpose that yep. they intentionally made a leaky vaccine, knowing the science, knowing how it would work, and knowing that hmm, we can make a never-ending pandemic. Yep. And you know, have people like you know, like make a you know, you like you know rely on us to for the solution, yeah. right? So just so you know, this that's what the study shows. They uh -huh. knew about this before 2015, and suddenly people have gotten amnesia. Yep, amnesia all the time. But everybody, right, so now we're going to talk about two very important stories: one of Alberta and one out of Ontario. So Alberta hospital threatens <laughs> to deny woman lung transplant unless she gets COVID vaccine. Leaked audio recorded by an Alberta patient awaiting a lung transplant shows a healthcare worker telling her she will be dropped from the transplant list if she doesn't agree to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The JCCF, which is an organization we both love, which is yep. representing patient Annette Lewis, released the audio in which an unnamed member of the transplant team at the University of Alberta Hospital gives Lewis the ultimatum. And here's the audio clip that you can find yourself. Quote, pre-transplant patients are going to be required to have COVID vaccine, the healthcare provider says. Lewis suffers from an idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, a terminal condition affecting both of her lungs. Her lungs were functioning at 40% capacity two months ago. If she doesn't receive the transplant, she will die. They, JCCF sent a letter to the hospital calling for an exemption from the vaccine requirement. The JCCF is demanding confirmation of such within seven days. In the letter, the JCCF notes Lewis has been chosen has chosen not to take the new COVID-19 vaccine because it is experimental and she fears the growing list of life-threatening complications have been reported. The letter also points out that Lewis has already compiled, complied with the bulk of the hospital's required vaccines, including childhood vaccinations. 
Quote, the hospital's conduct in making an ultimatum of this nature to a terminally ill patient is coercive and unethical. Threatening a patient's... Oh, it's absolutely diabolical. Insanely evil. It's absolutely evil. Threatening a patient's access to life-saving medical treatment for not participating in experimental treatment for conditions she does not have and may never get is a profound violation of Ms. Lewis's human dignity, personal autonomy, and her constitutionally protected right to life, liberty, and security of the person, which is, of course, Section 7. Says mm-hmm. JCCF staff lawyer Allison Pajovic. Yeah, I mean, like one thing that should be said here. Okay, let, let's talk about what this is. This is this is like what they're doing if they want to have a, a transplant. Yeah. Okay. What's a transplant? You're basically like making a very serious medical condition, and one of the exceptions that they accept for for vaccines is if you've had a ser- a recent, a recent in, like surgery. operation surgery. And so what what is the worst thing that she could be getting right before a surgery is a freaking vaccine. Because especially for a transplant surgery. Like do you know do you have any idea the amount of complications that come from those things? There's a big danger of rejection like of the new of the new organ. And not to mention one what is what is one of the most dangerous things that can happen with the vaccine is blood freaking clots. Yep. You're almost telling her, oh, we, not only is this this surgery like that's usually not risky, we're asking you to take a massive risk by taking a, a, a drug that could cause blood clots that could be life-threatening to you at your most vulnerable. Like, these doctors, like, I don't care who they are, I don't care how... How like I'm sorry I I don't care how credentialed and how much like stuff they've done these are evil doctors yep. like legitimately evil doc they're 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 right up there these specific doctors I'm not gonna say all doctors these specific doctors who are telling this woman that you have to get this thing they are right up there with some of those Nazi doctors yep. that actually like like perform experiments on people unethical ones they should Mangala. be ashamed of themselves and they should be fired. Yep. Like I don't care. It's not a. It's not a. Oh, like let's go to the courts. I'm like, no. If I met these people, I would say you deserve to be fired. You are evil. Yeah. I cannot you... believe you're doing this to a to a, a person who is the most vulnerable person under the guise. And you know, let's let's just face it. Like this is coercion, and this is for their sake. For their sake, yep. I'm too selfish to treat you. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm somehow special. Absolute safety for myself, even though it's a guise of safety. And and the whole idea is that we've just covered these vaccines don't stop transmission. If they're worried about getting getting COVID, then why on earth are they re- relying on the vaccine? Because yeah. the vaccine is proven that it doesn't stop transmission. If you're worried about getting it, that COVID vaccine is not going to stop it. No. And if you have the vaccine, which I'm sure these doctors do because they're making these ultimatums, then why don't you believe that it works? Like the amount of like legitimate stupidity that it takes to believe oh, this yeah. stuff is mind-boggling. It and is. these are doctors. They're supposed to know better than us, but how is it that you and I, who are just regular guys, know more than a doctor at an ER unit? I'm sorry, but these people should know better. They should. And they don't. And it's heartbreaking to see people like this that are so insanely brainwashed, and it just breaks my heart. Uh-huh. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it just it doesn't just break my heart. It makes me mad. Oh, yeah. Infuriate. This doctor should be, like, absolutely shamed, like, tarred and feathered, 
thrown thrown out of the hospital. This is just horrible stuff. Yep. Like really horrible stuff. Oh, I'm totally with you. Like any mm-hmm. sort of like trying to convince somebody who's terminally ill that okay, well, in order to save your life, you have to take something that might also kill it. It's like what kind of mental and physical manipulation are you involved in? And like you have to know what kind of kind of a masochistic douchebag that you are. Ugh, it's like you have to realize that at this point, otherwise you're just like, I am so involved in my own ego and my own pride that everyone mm. else is just a plebe. Yeah. Like that's how some of these people think about the unvaccinated. It's like, well, yeah. we are the elites, we are the superior, and anybody who hasn't taken the vaccine, they are a lower form of life. Yeah. And it's like, oh wait, you're just like fully buying into the entire segregation concept, which we've been warning you about for and months. It's, it's unbelievable, right? Like they 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 literally they they these are the same people. And this is absolutely like again, how how out of touch and blind these people are. These are the same people that would condemn that that talk about like you know uh, what's it called the um, uh, the race theory like you know critical, critical race, race theory. theory yeah. And they say like you know oh there's so much systemic racism. These are the same people that condemned the re- the residential schools yep. and what they did. These are the same people that condemn the 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 segregation and slavery. And yet here they are, and they're willing to do a different version of it, and they can't even see how. St- Stupid they are that they are doing the exact same thing that they're condemning. They're like, oh, we reject like treating people as subhuman because of something that they like they 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 either can't change or or some choice that they made. Yep. And yet here they are, right there. It's like it's incredible right there in the, of it. the amount of blindness that people have. They're like, oh, I would never reject a black person like they did in the South. Oh. Oh, welcome to our restaurant. Oh, you don't have the vaccine? Yeah. yeah, you can just wait outside. You can just stand out there in the alley. We'll serve you in the alley, but yeah. you're not allowed to come in. You're not allowed hmm. to come in. Doesn't that sound familiar? Somehow, you know? Somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it's unfortunately, crazy. that's not the only... Like, this is not a case of refusing somebody because they didn't have the vaccine. This is just, like, absolutely mind-boggling what these organizations are doing to just discriminate against anybody because they're like, well, you're not following all the COVID-19 guidelines to the letter as much as I want them to be followed. So like this Ontario woman says she was denied boarding Air Canada flight despite following new COVID-19 requirements. So she was denied boarding an Air Canada flight in the United States. She took her son down to the U.S. for a treatment, for a specialized treatment from the Children's Hospital. And, but travelers returning to Canada after receiving essential medical care do not breed proof of a negative COVID test, along with one person who accompanies them. Mm-hmm. However, that's not what Air Canada says. Air Canada said instead of flying to Philadelphia, she was rerouted to Newark, where they had to rent a car and drive the rest of the way. Jeez. And after her son completed his medical appointment, she said she checked in on the website and applied, arrived at the airport for the flight back. Nobody showed up. At that time, they asked for anyone who did an online check-in to come. They asked for a proof of a negative COVID-19 test. She said she explained that there are exemptions to pre-entry testing and that essential medical reasons provided the necessary documents. And then the lady just said, nope, like there are no exemptions. We don't do them. 
And then she showed them the website, and they're like, nope. Yeah. They won't allow us to board. Yeah. They said it only applies to my son and not to myself. Like, these are the kind of anal retentive people that are so concerned with their own safety and their own kind of image mm-hmm. of, oh, I need to be protected and everyone else, well, everyone else's well-being and not so much convenience, but just like, ne- like this is a necessary procedure for her kid. Her yeah. kid has a very rare condition and mm-hmm. this, this hospital in Philadelphia was treating it. She got mm-hmm. the treatment and Air Canada was like, no, like we don't want you really on our flight because mm-hmm. your kid and you don't have proof of a negative COVID test mm-hmm. because, well, we're scared of you. Like, it's yeah. just promulgating this fear and separation that's kind of culture. And it's one like of the us versus that's... them. It's like, oh, you're willing to, like, you have to follow every guideline that everyone ever sent out about yeah. COVID. And if yeah. you don't, then you are my enemy and you are a danger and you're basically just a pathological disease spreader. Yeah. And one of the things that's really sad about like what's going on, I talked to like I even talked to my barber. I, I mentioned this, and he's like, "Yeah, I agree with you." Is this entire situation that's going on right now these past few years is making people meaner? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know yeah. if you've noticed that people oh, are I just have. getting ridiculously mean and mean spirited. Like like there's people who are actually advocating and saying that um, you know like that we need to like you know. Uh, they're, they're, they're saying that we need to, like, you know, like, oh, like, I don't care about the unvaccinated. I hope they, they, they basically yeah, go away and die. die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that them. was actually in the Toronto Sun or Star. And I'm like, how is that published? Like, they talk about hate speech and that's okay. They actually allow that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, okay, you look at, like, right now what's going on. Like, you know, like, there's, there's legitimate anger all over the country because of what's happening. And how, not only out of touch, but how incredibly like insensitive and horrible the the political leaders are trudeau is going around and he's getting booed he's getting heckled he's getting absolutely harassed at every stop that should tell you something about what people really think of you and yet he has turned around and said like i'm the victim oh people are so mean and they're calling me mean names and you know like i'm the victim and i'm going to and he he also told lies he told lies about the hospitals he's like people are at the hospitals again harassed oh yeah tell me a single story a a verifiable story story of that not just like like make up complete lies about it and let's face it buddy i'm i'm sorry for trudeau you are not. You do not get any kind no of credibility. Trust. You are. You are a a pathological liar. You've already been caught in this election lying because you 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 sent out uh, your deputy prime minister sent out a manipulated video and you doubled down and said, "You see, you see, it's totally true." Even though Twitter itself fact checked you, you're a liar. Twitter. And the worst part about it is that, like, he is. The, he's the he's I, I actually do believe and I, I don't know if like this like you know this can be proven or not, but I think he's a sociopath. Oh, yeah. He doesn't he all he sees is I know what I want. Anybody who gets in my way or who opposes me is an obstacle that I need to step on. Yep. He does not think about other people. And the no, problem right now is like, like his, he is so rapidly like committed to getting these vaccines in every arm that he's even like he even had like a press conference when they asked him and he said like oh yeah i'm if i'm reelected i'm going to uh like provide legal cover 
so that these companies can continue to um, enact these unjust and un- illegal vaccine mandates. Like, there's already Supreme Court, uh, like, the Supreme Court has already decided on this. Yeah. They've already said that you can't do this. And yet this, like, absolute lunatic is going around telling people, oh, we're going to take away everything. We're going to ruin your career. We're going to ruin your scholarship. We're going to completely take away your ability to go to school. We're going to ruin the lives of thousands of Canadians all across the country. We've already, you're already responsible for, like, thousands upon thousands of additional deaths from your completely foolish policies. There's a reason Mm -hmm. people hate this guy. Yep. There is. And like I've said before, when I see him talk, I literally, like I, I told Stephen, I'm like, this guy has a punchable freaking face. <laughs> like if I saw him, I would literally feel out the urge to punch him right in the stinking noggin. Yep. Not because I like I dislike him, but because he is evil. This is an evil man. Yep. And yet he he's like, you know, thankfully now he's lost that rock star kind of like, you know, uh, following. And now he's legitimately being seen for the like for the the crook and the uh-huh. the the megalomaniac that he is. Yep. We have an evil man in charge of our country, yep. and it is absolutely frustrating. Oh, it's like, absolutely it's absolutely frustrating. And another thing that, of course, is exceptionally frustrating is that in our country, the only party that's poised to take his place has so much of the similar policies, especially regarding vaccines. That, like, as I was saying, we had a mutual friend. This mutual friend is basically (laughs) not quite a rabid leftist, but he he voted for basically the the mini socialists in our province last time. Between the Greens and the Liberals. So, like, where do you land when you go there? NDP. Oh, yeah. And this, and he's like, because of vaccine passports, because I disagree so vociferously with the idea of mandating a medical treatment, which is still experimental and still has a lot of issues that a lot of people that I know have reported, that he's like, I have to vote. Apparently, for, he was like, the far right, like, fringe extremist PPC. And I'm like, join the club, my friend. Join the club. (laughs) I will say this. I will say this. Um, Like, you know, uh, like, the PPC is, I think, is going to be a massive surprise in this election. Yeah. Huge, and I think I I think the PPC are going. If the Conservatives don't win, one reason may be because a lot of the PP, a lot of their seats uh-huh. went to the PPC. Yeah, and for good reason because yeah. the Conservatives have screwed over social conservatives, and social conservatives are pissed. Oh, and yeah. they may yeah. actually choose a PPC candidate in writings that are right now. Conservative, so yeah. I don't think the conservatives are going to win a majority, or sorry, a minority government, simply because of that. But like to me, it's more important to have a viable alternate conservative like yeah. choice than it is to just win this. Like we're to not going to win this election. We're not going to get a no. majority. No, we're not. Like the best we could hope for for the CPC is a minority government. But actually, the best case scenario that I'm hoping for, and this is like my my dream. The dream outcome okay, okay. is if the CPC gets a minority government, but the 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 PPC puts them over the top. Puts them over the top, and so they that have would to be they the have to like dream. go and conf- and they have to like use the PPC to pass a lot of these initiatives, and that then the PPC the will basically be the new NDP, where it's like if you want us to approve your initiatives, then you need to actually go our way, 
where went to temper. Yeah, it was like the U- it was like the liberals with like UBI. The NDP yeah. were like, well, we'll pass these initiatives if you push forward the notion of UBI. Yeah, which liberals were like, well, we want that, but we don't want that for years in the future. Whereas you want that now. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that I, would, be I the would love that outcome. Temper, they would temper like the the CPC's policies. Like, I'm not expecting it in any way. It would be great if it did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, I'm still like a big. I despise Aaron O'Toole because he's a massive dick. He's a sellout. Yeah. Oh, he's a massive sellout, and mm-hmm. he's basically abandoned all social conservatives. So, yeah, like I, I think the PPC in Alberta is probably going to pick up like five or six writings. I think that'll also they might also pick up some writings in Ontario and possibly Quebec cuz i mean Maxime is in Quebec. Yeah, they, yeah, that's true. Yeah, cuz you have to remember like there's a couple of things that are different. Okay, it's so the last election the PPC ran a lot of places but they didn't win. But uh-huh. there's a couple reasons for that. One is because they they had to scramble to get ready for that election. They were they were formed not long before that election uh-huh. as a result of Maxime being Bernier you know, losing. Like, Bernier losing, right? Yeah. So so he which had to scramble, which yeah. I would think was a reason of a lot of like conservatives refused to vote for. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I looked at the election last year or in 2019, yeah. and I was like, I like the policies of the mm-hmm. PPC. They are far superior to the policies of the Conservative Party. The only problem yeah. is that I looked at this entire situation, and I'm like, Maxime Bernier created the PPC party nearly out of spite. Because he was bitter, yeah. Because he was bitter, and because yeah. of that, I'm kind of like. Maxime yeah. Bernier, like if there was a different leader of the PPC, yeah, like if he was more like the associate leader of the PPC, I would support them much more heartily. Mm-hmm. Like if he had if he had left the Conservatives after the 2019 election, he's like, okay, like this was clearly a vote of no confidence. The, Liber- the Conservative Party of Canada does not have the chutzpah to lead, yeah. and we don't have the supports. So we need to change our tactics. So yeah. let's like I'm gonna. Divest. I'm going to support my start my own party, and we're going to have more socially conservative and more freedom focused ideals. Yeah. I would support him ten times stronger than I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I like PPC candidates. A lot Me of them too. are really good. Like I remember, we had a very good conversation with Nadine Wellwood, who is the PPC candidate for Airdrie Banff. We had a very good conversation months ago when we went to the Freedom Round. Like she seems like a decent individual. Yeah, I'd still support Derek Sloan over her, but that's. Of course, that, that's not her fault. It's that's Derek just because Sloan. it's Derek Sloan. It's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Derek Sloan's a superstar. But yeah, the yeah, tasty, the, ha- the blind one is going to vote for Derek Sloan. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the thing with, uh, with the PPC, they have so many things going for them right now. One, one is Maxime Bernier is a viable choice, not just for the conservative voter, but even for like other voters, like you said, like NDP voters, liberal voters, people who are like, I cannot Absolutely stand horrified. Like, the idea of like these vaccine passports. There's going to be a lot of secret voters that are going to be like, I they're the only viable choice. No. Two, the Maxime Bernier has been very vocal all over the country, and there are thousands upon thousands of people who support the freedom movements mm-hmm. who are who are present at these things. Maxime spoke at almost all of them. He's he's got a legitimate following from very serious. Liberal, uh, uh, conservative voters. Additionally, social conservatives have been dropping the CPC like crazy, and they're going to flock to the PPC because they're oh, yeah. a viable option. Well, yeah, and, the CP, like you yeah. see, social conservatives that were that were active and prominent voters in the CPC, like you, you and I, 
were active, yeah, yeah. prominent voters in the CPC. We're both, I think we were both members. Yep. Like well, my I membership. I'm not, not a member yet. I, I was a member last year. I yeah, was yeah. a member so I could vote in the Conservative Leadership Party election. And yeah. I did vote. I voted for Derek yeah. Sloan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm no longer a member. And I know a mm -hmm. lot of people in that situation. And they're like, yeah, we voted. Like all of my extended family in Three Hills. They're all like, yeah, we became members of the Conservative Party. And we all voted this way. And now they're like, we, we have no confidence in the Conservative Party of Canada anymore. Like what they've done, what they're encouraging, what they're pushing is devastating mm -hmm. to every ring of what the party used to stand for. And 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 then on top of that, so like you know, so we have like the the whole situation with the conservatives and the PPC. But then on top of that, you have a ton, a ton of disillusioned liberal voters who are going to like abandon the the liberals because the the polls are already showing that liberal voters are are losing confidence in Justin Trudeau, and many of them may actually vote for the PPC simply out of the fact that they are sick and tired of these COVID policies and the vaccine, vaccine passports. So you may actually see liberal voters like go right past the conservatives and say, you know what? No, we're going PPC. Yep. You may actually get that because you remember might. in Ontario, there's a, there's a, for a long time, Ontario had the Stephen Harper conservatives as the majority party. That means that they voted for a conservative government. The fact that that was a real reality back then means that it, it is a possibility today. A possibility. And the fact that they, they, they're willing to vote for things that are like make sense means that they might actually be willing to vote for the PPC. So I'm very curious to see it how the PPC does. I think that they are poised to make a grand entrance into this election. And yeah. I hate to say it, like the Greens will never make a grand entrance. <laughs> they're just not going to. The Greens, they're, they're, much to my brother's chagrin. Yeah, yeah, they're just, they're just not... A, a solid enough viable option because the Greens are competing against the NDP and against liberals and most people are like they just want power so they vote for liberals. Yep. Right? Totally. So I'm I'm curious to see how the PPC does. It should be a very interesting election. Um we haven't decided exactly what we're gonna do on election night, but we'll figure it out and go from there. Oh, we're definitely gonna have a gathering. We're definitely ha gonna have a gathering in my house and we're gonna have a fairly mar large election party to celebrate the country that was and commiserate for the country that we'll, we will be. Yeah, but we're so. not going to find out the results on night. I know. Anymore, I you know, know how... like the American like, election. I mean, yeah, Trudeau's like, wait, you could just cheat your way into you an election? Oh, oh my gosh. Beautiful! That's beautiful. my thing. That's my thing. That's my jam, <laughs> son. My jam, son. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's going to be the end of today's episode. Um, always, no, remember that this Thursday... We will be having, we're going to try and cover as much as we can on vaccines oh, and have luck. our in the note. <laughs> yeah. I know it's going to be, it's going to be good luck for us. If we have to, we'll split it up into multiple segments because we can do that and have one now and have one likely after the election Yeah, and try and sort it out there. So that's yet to be seen. We'll see how Thursday goes. We'll see how the response is. And then next Tuesday, we'll be back to, to stuff as usual. The week after that will be our... Um, Friday night, so that'll be the 17th. We will be having our election special. We'll be talking about all things the Canadian election. And I haven't sorted out guests concretely yet, but I'm going to be sending out a bunch of messages this week to be like, hey, let's do this. Oh, crap. Okay. 
Oh crap, what? Um I may have already made plans. Seventeenth. <laughs> well yeah, we'll we'll talk after. We'll see, we'll see. We're kind of we're taking it as is and we're gonna kind of playing it by ear. Okay. So we're seeing how things go. Okay. Alright. So if you're following us on any of our various platforms, you know the drill. If you don't know the drill, like what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to use social media. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you do you actually did you find out who won the uh, baby Sweet Baby Daddy contest? Sweet Baby Gang? N- no, not yeah. yet. I think, oh, I think they're out. gonna announce it on tomorrow's episode. I thought it was today. Yeah. Well, it was a twenty-four hour period after they released that video, and they released that video like during the filming of Matt Walsh's episode. Oh, really? Okay. So, I'm assuming it's gonna be that one where it was like. Uh, it was just the text. Mm-hmm. And, well, I guess two of them had text. The two finalists were just text. But the one that sounds more like Newsboys instead of the Malcolm Middle theme song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be my yeah. guess at who's wins, just because the viewership not, on just the videos. Seems, it just seems to be like, yeah, it seems to be the most popular one. Yeah, so. All right. So we'll see you Thursday for the In the Know segment about vaccines. So join us then. Have questions ready. It's going to be a very informative and very kind of controversial segment. So we'll definitely not be going up on YouTube. So yay! Yes, keep out of there. All right. Always remember that here at the Half Blind Heckless, we may be blind, but we can still see the truth. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you Thursday. And as always, God bless.